come here to chew bubblegum and kick sack. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, There, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. My name is Lee. And my name is Chuck. And Chuck is very excited because this week we are going to be discussing the 1988 film They Live, directed by John Carpenter, starring Roddy Roddy Piper and Keith David. Chuck, you know Thank I'm going to do so it. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much <laughs> for introducing <laughs> me to this movie. I can't believe you've never seen this. It's too funny. This movie. It's really too funny. <laughs> so, so there's movies that are just hot garbage. Oh, yeah. And then there's movies that are hot garbage that are just amazing. Yes. And this is that movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> If this movie wasn't so amazing, it would be hot, hot, hot garbage. It would be trash. But there is, this movie is trash, but it is so fun. It is so enjoyable. It is glorious garbage. That's what this movie is. It is glorious garbage. I am surprised. I have never seen this before because I watched this. My wife was trying to do, um, <clears throat> I put it on one night. My My, my wife was like, do you mind if I do work while you watch this? I'm like, you can, but I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> and I started watching it and I'm like, what the heck did I get myself into? <laughs> and at the end of the movie, I was like, what did I just watch? This movie is awesome. This movie is fabulous. I love this, this movie. movie. <laughs> but it's not, and it's not awesome. For what makes a movie good. No. A movie is awesome just because it was so ridiculous. The effects it are was... bad. The acting is bad. <laughs> the, the, the story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You get to points where they're just contradicting itself. This movie is fantastic in all of its glory. And it's awesome for all this of the movie... wrong reasons. There is a fight scene in this movie that lasts for over five minutes. For no reason. Yeah. For no reason yeah, dude, at all. It was legit five and a half it minutes. Was Five and a half minutes of just pure nonstop brawl. It is fantastic. And the one-liners are classic. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't nonstop. It was like, it got to a point where it was slow. And it was well, no, just no. like, this because they were beaten up and tired. Drag, drag, you just brought up punch. one-liners. This movie is just one one-liner after another. It is after loaded. After another. It is Ridiculous. loaded with the one-liners. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. So did you I'm like it? Like, <laughs> I friggin' loved this yes. movie. <laughs> yes. And not because it was a good movie. No. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's probably in... I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies out there. This is probably now in my top 30. Wow. <laughs> so, not because it's good, though. So the last movie that we did, we did Network. 
And um, at the end of that, at the end of that review, Chuck, you brought up the fact that there are movie lovers, and then there are people who call themselves movie lovers. This movie is for movie lovers. Period. Oh, 100%. Like you're, you're either oh, gonna 100%. love this and you're gonna hate it, or you're gonna hate it. Yep. People who hate it, they're not movie lovers. People who love this movie, they hate it at the same time, but they love it because they're movie lovers. That's what this movie is. This movie is oh, fantastic oh, yeah. <clears throat> through and through, top oh, yeah. to if bottom. I, just if I one. Was... <clears throat> oh my god. <laughs> If I if I wasn't someone who enjoyed movies, this movie would be a waste of time. It would be a waste of time for you, absolutely, absolutely. There, it, Why did I watch there, this? Why it, did there, I watch this? The plot, like, what the heck is the plot? Like, I don't. Uh. You don't know the plot until two thirds of the way through the movie. You're like, you think there's a plot, and then it changes, and then it changes again, and then you're like, oh, what is happening? That's the plot of the movie. And then so they end any, the movie and you're like, oh, has anybody that seen happened. The, seen the old Peter Jackson film Dead Alive? Mm-mm. Maybe we should do that. <laughs> um, but that same, mm. same idea where you're like, what am I watching? Why am I watching? And again, this is Peter Jackson who did the Lord of the Rings trilogies on film. And trilogies. Like, I say it because there's two of them now. Um, and you go back and you're like, this is what Peter Jackson b- did before. Like, Peter Jackson did, um, geez, Meet the Feebles. Um, oh, I forgot the other one. I just, I had it, but I, um, whatever. Dead Alive. District and 9. Then, District 9. No. Did he do District? Yeah, he did that later on. I'm, I'm thinking, like, before that. Then he did The Frighteners, where I'm like, okay, we're stepping it up a little bit here. The Frighteners, which is interesting. And then he comes in and out of nowhere does Lord of the Rings and does a pretty decent job of it. Pretty decent job? That trilogy changed filmography forever. It changed cinema. Oh, it did. It changed cinema. Yeah. Just like like Matrix did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, I just thought that that was that to say, but... um, so now Lee. I know where okay, I know. Hold ahead, on, I know done. where Mars. I know where Mars attacks got their um, their, idea their ideas from. <laughs> I was so waiting for someone to say the face came off. <laughs> oh yeah, well it didn't come off. It just <laughs> it was just, so, it, it was so, just there. It was just so I if could, you I if you look at the on. movie poster itself, the movie poster itself says you see them on the street. You watch them on TV. You might even vote for one this fall. You think they're people just like you. You're wrong. Dead wrong. <laughs> That's the actual regular movie poster here. Now, this movie was directed by John Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Not to be confused with the actor who plays in the 1976 film Network. <laughs> that is a different John Carpenter. It's funny because I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm just like, that doesn't look like him at all. And I'm like, no, just a totally different John Carpenter. Um, so I've seen this movie before, probably two, I- at least two, maybe three times in the past. So to rewatch it, um, I I think it's it's a treat. You know, you go into it. Now, the, what's funny is you, you mentioned Rod, Rod, <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> His character doesn't even have a name. It's George. So if you look, if you look at the what George, are you sure? He's credited as George Nada on like IMDb Nada. or something. Okay, he's if credited at the at end IMDb, of the movie as Nada. Nada, nada. That's, nada. that's nada. Meaning nada, nada. like nada. he has no name. Oh, na- nada. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
That's why I'm laughing. Oh, wow. He didn't even have a name. His nada. name is nada, nada because he never told anybody his name. Okay. It's just nada. That's hilarious to me. Um, but I will say the cast in this as well, it's like everything from the 80s is in this. So you've got Meg Foster who plays Holly. She's the one that, you know, shows up later on with these eyes that are like very like penetrating eyes like really odd like her character is nuts throughout this she played evil lynn in 87's master of the universe masters of the universe he-man remember that horrible thing we watched that in the b movie night the sci-fi night we did with luke i know luke's listening he listen he listens to everything we do here and he's totally gonna listen to this because they live as one of his favorite movies anyway she's evil lynn and she's here you've got george buck flower now george flower um or buck flower this guy what what are you laughing at, Will? Do you know where I'm going George here? George Buck Flower. Yes. So this guy, he's not known for a lot of things, but he always p- plays a bum. Yeah. He always plays a bum. He's the bum in Back to the Future. He's in the first one. He pops up again in the second one in Alternate 80, 85, where he's like, crazy drunk driver. And then later on, he bumps into him. He's like, watch where you're going, crazy drunk pedestrian <laughs> that's him um you've got peter jason who i'm pretty sure he was what noodles in the um cheech and chong movies um and then go back another um back to the future one um the foreman in this the guy who's like working the job site he was um um mr carruthers who who ran the um the cafe in back to the future when in the 1950s so, like, right off the bat, I'm, I'm picking up on all these people. Never mind Keith David. I mean, we all know Keith David and Roddy <laughs> Piper. Um, but Keith David's the man. I have um, a question and, for and, you. I have an answer for you. No, I have a question for Lee. Oh, okay. okay. So there are people who know, like, I, can, I know quite a bit of actors, and I know what they've played on, and, you know, how do you know everyone, though? So when I got my first smartphone, the first application I ever downloaded was IMDb because I was so amazed at like following people, directors, producers, actors, and just picking, picking it up. I'm like, I know them from this. Okay. Now this makes sense. And then just kind of like journeying through their Yeah, but um, I did the same thing. I still like, I mean, you're naming people in movies that. They're they're side, they're side actors. Yeah, no, I get it. I I just, I pay attention. I, I, he always has, he was, he was doing this long before IMDb. Oh yeah. He was doing this long before IMDb. was like my saving grace. Yeah, it was. You're like the Rain Man. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely Buck Flower. Definitely Buck Flower. The guy who, 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 he was the bomb and crazy drunk driver. Yeah. So no, whatever. That's that's my thing, I guess. (laughs) Hot water burn, baby. No. No, hot springs. Um, anyway, so that's uh, <laughs> oh, let's get into this movie. I cannot, I mean, wait. I'll just say this movie. I first watched it and said, What did I just waste my time watching? Now, there's been a few movies that I've, I've done where I watched the first time and I said, I can't believe I just spent the last hour and 26 minutes or so watching this and this is what hour and 34 wow okay yeah. this one went beyond my limit yeah hour and 34 minutes watching this rated r film they live that's barely rated r i mean oh, there's a lot of just, f-words in this movie a lot of f-bombs I mean, F-words? yeah i guess a lot of so f-bombs i mean there's True. one a scene fight scene yeah i mean it's john carpenter so and then there's the and then there's the the ending the, 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 very, the, woman. the very last scene of the movie <laughs> that's just there just to be there um 
But I, I, the first time I watched it, I'm like, I can't believe I wasted my time. The second time I watched it, I went into it knowing what I was going into. So I was like, okay, I can appreciate it for what it is. And this time I'm like, we're just going <laughs> to laugh at this the entire time we discuss it. So, Oh, this movie was, yeah. it didn't know if it was a comedy, if it was an action, if it was a science fiction. All of the above. It, it, all the above. <laughs> like it doesn't I'm know what it wants to be. Here's um, my, what? What did Roddy Piper <laughs> think he was doing? Like, did he th- was he taking it seriously? Well, did he did he, th- did he think he was making a sci-fi movie, or did he realize he was making one of the most ridiculous like comedies because it's just so bad? I think like, it's so like I'm trying to figure out. Like, as I watch him act, I'm like, it seems like he's taking this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think personally, I think personally behind that him, and, and I'm only saying this because I'm a pro wrestling fan, I think he was just trying to outshine Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like that, That's the mm-hmm. only thing that I could possibly come up with, with why he did this movie the way that he did it. Because he oh, no. is... He was it, is wasn't com- Hulk Hogan in Junior? Oh, God. Uh, no, that was... No, no that was... that junior. was um Not not Junior, the, uh, the one where... Yeah, where he's having the baby. No, that's Hulk. That, that's that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's Schwarzenegger. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, Schwarzenegger and Devito. No, that's again. twins. Or were no, they both they were in both, Junior? They were both in Junior. Oh wow, I didn't know. That. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Now I remember <clears throat> Devito and Junior. Okay. That's why. So yeah, I, mean, I bet you. I bet you, John. Um, John Carpenter came to him and said, "You know what? Well, just like you're in your wrestling career, you just shout one-liners and you beat up somebody. All I want you to do is spout off one-liners." And get into a fight. That is not accurate. I cannot let you do that. Mm-hmm. Roddy Piper is one of the all-time great promos. So I, I, I can't let that one lie. Like, his wrestling, <laughs> his wrestling career and the way that he would deliver on the mic, a hundred times better than anything that's in this movie. Do not let this movie <laughs> fool you with, with what he could actually accomplish with a microphone in hand, sir. I, I can't let so, that one so, go. So keep in mind here, this movie came out in 1987. 88. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, nothing. Hulk Hogan didn't do any acting before this. He was in Rocky. Rocky besides Rocky Three, where he's Thunderlips. He was in Rocky. Well, he was making his. He was making his big transition. And what? Well, well no, 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 no. Thunder and Paradise the, wasn't that late eighties, or was Thunder and Paradise like early nineties? Probably early nineties. Early nineties is when he started doing stuff like Suburban Commando. He was doing things oh in the late eighties. Mm. What else was he doing in the late eighties? WWF, WWF. Yeah, I know, WWF. I know, I know, I know he was, but I'm just saying, like, it, maybe, because it, it was a constant competition between those two. Like, throughout the, throughout, mm. the, let me finish, throughout the 80s in the company that they both worked for, it was a co- constant competition between those two, and it was just one trying to one up the other. And okay, everybody so he knew. Was in the love boat. <laughs> everybody knew that Hulk Hogan was getting ready to make his transition into Hollywood. Like, he was gearing up for that. That was obviously the next step for him, and I just think that. Piper just wanted to beat him to the punch and and just outshine him in every cost. Didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> but that's, that's Thunder in Paradise was ninety four. Okay. All right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, ninety three. That's, that's what I. Okay. That that makes more sense. Mister Nanny was ninety three. When was mm-hmm. um, Gremlins two? When was um, nineteen ninety? <laughs> there was another movie that he was in. Oh, I completely. Three forget. Ninjas. No. I'm noon at Mega Mountain. No. Oh my god! Oh my god! Whatever, it doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I, there was something else that I can think of too, but I, I don't remember what it was. Like, I never actually saw it. I like bumped into it one day, and I'm like, "What is this? Is that Hulk Hogan?" Sure. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, I mean, the the point is, was he taking it seriously? I think so. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Except for one scene where he breaks character, and I'm convinced that he actually broke character, and we'll get to it. But uh-huh. wow. <clears throat> let's do this let's Let's oh my god so as lee corrected me the guy's name isn't george i don't know where i read that but for some (laughs) reason i thought his name was george it's nada who was played by who was played by rowdy roddy piper and he rolls into town western style backpack everything the music is fantastic for this entrance that just the score of this thing that plays throughout the entire movie is phenomenal i i'm it's just the I, same like it's just the same beat the whole it's way just through. the same generic yep. beat and baseline <laughs> yep. throughout the entirety of this movie i'm going to splice a little bit of it in here just so everybody can hear what i'm talking about but it's phenomenal and he rolls into town and he's chewing on this massive toothpick just completely <laughs> serious the entire time and his first stop is to go into a temp agency where he's looking for some work. However, nothing's available. He then comes across a blind preacher who's talking all kinds of doom about how they have corrupted the human spirit and now we are here worshiping greed. And he's just going on and on about this. It's fantastic. Then the cops show up, but they do absolutely nothing because, well, not it takes off. He then spends the night out on the street. And sees a man watching television about some woman going through some type of drama. The next morning, he gets a job in a construction yard. And he becomes friends with a gentleman by the name of Frank, played by Keith David, who invites him back to a homeless camp for a real meal and a place to sleep. <clears throat> he doesn't become friends with him. He, he kind of stands there and they become friends. takes it. Yeah, well, it's funny because Keith David's like, hey, I got a place you can go. Yeah. And he just like doesn't even respond. And he's he just, just like, whatever, him. man. And he okay. walks away. So so they do become friends. But like when? I would like, say here. Before the fight? After, after the fight? The, before, well, the, before the fight, they're friends. It was, it's supposed to be before. <clears throat> During the fight, they're friends. Not. And then after the fight, they're friends all over again. We'll get into the fight. That was the best part of the movie. It is the best part of the movie. <laughs> it is. It's the most memorable part. And I remember thinking, I mean, he's 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 got no hair and he he just his he just landed on his head on concrete. I'm like, that must really hurt to have no type of cushion when you land on your head. How the heck is hair cushion when you're falling on concrete? It's better than nothing? I don't know. I, I just I just imagine I, Okay, I don't know. yeah, let's test it. We already did. We, Yes, I did. <laughs> so third grade. I'm, now I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> Normally, Lee's the one to tell flashback stories, but now I'm going to do one. So it must have been what oh. second or third grade? It was third grade. Third grade. Lee's on the swing, falls backwards. You remember this? Yes, you fall backwards oh, off the swing, and you get a, a cut or whatever in the back of your head. And the whole time, for like months after that, you were like, the only reason why I bled is because there was a rock on my way. Keep in mind, we were on gravel. Like, there were rocks everywhere. So, rock being in your way, sure, sir. But I'm just saying, your hair did not cushion your fall. (laughs) 
That's the weirdest thing. I'm like, I said the only reason I bled is because it was a rock there. Yes. I landed on rocks. <laughs> but you, but you, but you did not say it like that then. You were like, there was a rock well, in my way. I remember what I said back you, then. There was I'll, a rock I'll, in I'll, my apparently way. Apparently, <laughs> I got mad at you for eating a gummy bear yes, that I did. threw at you. Yes, you did. You did that too. You did that too. What yeah, a life we also, have led. <laughs> yeah, but you also said, here, check out my indestructible glasses. This happened too. Try, try to break them. And I'm like, okay. So I you threw them on the ground on and them. stomped on them. <laughs> and they broke. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> about 10 minutes into the movie, I, I'll be honest, I sat there and went, what's happening? Y- yeah. Like what's go like this movie takes a while to get well a good little while to get going but once it gets going oh the, boy <laughs> the first act is literally nothing a, a lot a no. lot of nothing happens I will admit this and then the second act happens and you're like wow what <laughs> and then the third act happens and you're like wow what <laughs> so anyways <laughs> it gradually gets worse but better at the same time. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so Nada and his new friend Frank make their way back to the homeless camp, and Nada is immediately met by some guy who tells him, "Hey, you got tools in your bag? Well, if you can use them, we can use you. Please go fix our shower." Okay. okay. And they're like their little homeless camp in their little homeless area. camp. Later that yeah. night, over dinner, Nada and Frank are having a discussion, and Nada and Frank is a little bit upset at the world and a little bit jaded he explains a lot of disdain about the way that people advance in life everyone being out for themselves and all kinds of whatnot nada on the other hand he's a little bit more optimistic he follows the rules and if he does that all good things will come and he believes in america great message later that night while some folks are watching tv some quote-unquote hackers their words not mine interrupt the tv signal and there is a man talking about they they have created a repressed society where we're their unwitting accomplices. These are the words <laughs> this man is spewing onto the television. And Chuck is losing his mind right now. <laughs> it is hilarious. Oh my god. Their, in- perfect. their intention is perfect. to rule. Their intention to rule rest on the annihilation of consciousness. The best part uh-huh. of this is you don't realize it's being recorded like 80 feet away. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's right there. Right there. Keep in mind, and I will remind the two of you, while this gentleman is on the TV spewing all of this, what we think right now is nonsense, that same blind preacher is on the sidewalk mouthing what the man on television is saying. So he yes. is either Professor Xavier or he wrote this speech. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh, this uh-huh. is perfect. Oh my god. At this god. point in time, you still have no clue what this movie is about. Nothing. When I walked no I like I I went into this going, I have no clue what this movie is about. What's going to happen? Yeah. I have no idea. I looked, yeah. I looked at the cover and I was like, it <laughs> Get reminds ready. me of um Teen Wolf. <laughs> with um the cover reminds me with the way he's wearing his glasses. With the, yeah. And I'm like, oh, it could be something like nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after, so oh, I'm sorry, and then eventually, one of a bearded man who's sitting down at this camp watching TV, keep this bearded man in mind. He comes back later, changes the channel. Then we see the fix my shower guy from earlier, and the preacher have some words, and they walk across the street into a church, and Nada cannot help but to investigate. 
I believe the bearded man was Buck Flower. Buck Flower? Okay. Oh, yeah. Should I call him Bearded Man or Buck Flower? Call him Buck. Call him Buck? Okay. So well, he investigates. Okay, go ahead. He investigates. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on a roll, dude. Once inside the church, Nada hears a choir singing all kinds of hymns upstairs. On the table, there's all sorts of chemicals and some fancy sunglasses. And the writing on the wall behind him in black paint says, They live, we sleep. We sleep. Underneath the paint, underneath the paint, it's signed this reel to reel that's playing the hymns that Nada hears. Up in the chapel, Fix My Shower Guy and some other people are in there talking about the signal not being strong enough. We need to reach more people, strong people. One man says, we need to send the shipment out on the streets now. None of this is really going to go down the way that they think it is. Nana stumbles across some boxes. He doesn't get a chance to open them because he's interrupted by the blind preacher who begins to feel Nada's face. <laughs> I just want to feel your face. <laughs> let, me, let me feel your face. And now your hands. You're a working man. Says he got something for him. Nada freaks out and leaves while the preacher <laughs> says, This world may have blinded me, but the Lord has given has let me see. <laughs> You'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> What what did he of, have for him? I'm of assuming the, the sunglasses. That's, of okay, all the people, how does he know that they live? The blind the blind preacher? Yeah. He's a prophet. How does he see? He's a prophet, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. No idea. This, after his freak out. After his freak out, Nada goes up to the camp across the street from the church, directly across the street from the church, like Chuck said, 80 feet away, <laughs> real close, in broad daylight. He's standing there looking at the church with a pair of binoculars like nobody long. can see him. <laughs> all day long. All day long. He's there all day. Until the night. <laughs> And no one cares. Nobody. Nope. I watched it. I'm no like, one bats an eye at this man <laughs> with the binoculars staring at the church across the street. Across I'm the like, street. Is he gonna go back to work? Is he gonna go back to work? But he, nope. <laughs> nope. So he stands there and he's watching him through binoculars, and then it becomes dark out, and I'm like, wow, this guy just got up. It's the next day. He's standing <laughs> there with binoculars and like 12 hours later, he's still there from across the street. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Frank shows up along Nada's side and asks him, what's up? With a smile on his face, and Nada gives him the rundown about what he saw inside the church. Frank gets very upset telling Nada to mind his own business. Says, I don't bother anybody. And nobody bothers me. And that's this makes no sense. <laughs> How does he know? What does he care about? He doesn't even know. He has no idea. <laughs> he he just no he clue. just wants not until leave everything alone. Mind your business. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, this movie was fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. Later that night, later that night, Nada is still sitting there with his binoculars. <laughs> looking at this church and oh boy chaos erupts people come running out of the church screaming cops show up and destroy the camp and those who try to hide do and some of them get carried away by the cops including this preacher person who gets captured and and and, and taken away by the cops and now they're just inside of 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 an abandoned building or whatnot just 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 hanging out (laughs) it is doom all hope is lost that is what this scene is telling me go ahead go ahead chuck Two cars pull out and drive away. 
and he never saw them. <laughs> These cars. <laughs> nope. There were Not people in the cars. <laughs> oh my god! And he never saw them. Like these, nope. these. You're sitting there. He's looking through binoculars, and all of a sudden, headlights turn on. And even as the as the audience, you're like, "Where'd those cars come from? They weren't there earlier in the day. Nope. Now they're there. They're, they're Did just he not? There. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy that you're having so much fun with this. <laughs> this is fantastic. There are so many holes in this movie. It's fantastic. What the heck was John Carpenter thinking? He's a character. Oh, quite the character. That, that's my word about this movie. Fantastic. The, the next Fantastic. morning, Nada heads back into the church to see exactly what was up, finds one of these boxes, and runs with it into an alleyway. The box is filled with a whole bunch of sunglasses. Nada takes a pier and buries the box into a trash can. You know what yes. my original thought was when I saw that? Why would you bury it there? If you want to keep it what for later, why would, you put it, it? why would you put it in a trash can? Because then he takes trash out, puts that in, and puts the trash over it. And like, then later yes. in the movie, he's shocked and surprised when it gets taken away by a trash truck. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. That's what he did. Anyways, like I was saying, he takes a pair of the sunglasses out and buries the box in trash. One's on the street, Nana puts on the sunglasses, and oh boy, do things change. The ground turns to black and white, and in disbelief, Nana rips off the glasses. <laughs> Nana rips the off the glasses and all is color again. <laughs> wow, that was fun. No, hold on. I want to share this part. Then he puts it on, and everything you're seeing on the screen, like all the billboards, all of the videos... <clears throat> The subliminal messaging the sub- of yeah. go to it's sleep, just, obey. It's just all black and white. Buy, the, consume, marry and, then, and have children. Marry and, then he, marry and, and then reproduce. he sees people. Yeah. yeah. And then he sees the people. Hang on. So anyways, he puts the glasses back on and there's a billboard no, that reads obey. He takes the glasses <laughs> off and the billboard actually reads, we're creating the transparent computing environment. Another billboard of a woman on a beach says, come to the Caribbean. The glasses come back off and they, <laughs> the glasses go back on and the billboard reads, marry and reproduce. The glasses come <laughs> off and he sees a men's clothing store. Armis is men's apparel. He puts the glasses on. No independent thought. <laughs> Oh, man. And the small yep. sign underneath it says consume. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's everywhere. And it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's, it's everywhere. Every and here magazine, we go. Every book, every here, billboard, here's every a problem. sign. Here's a problem that I'm going to bring up. He puts the glasses back on, and then we get a camera angle that is absolutely impossible to get from his perspective of just the skyline of whatever the city that they're in. And it's all the subliminal messages that you mentioned from earlier. Work eight hours, sleep eight hours, play eight hours, yep. conform, stay asleep, watch TV, buy, submit. And now he's just walking around on the street leaving these glasses on everywhere he goes you everybody gets the point by now right we then see him walking past a magazine stand and all the magazines are telling him to stay asleep etc 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 and then there is a man right in front of him that he looks at and it is (laughs) and i cannot describe it in any other words but it is a lizard person (laughs) Um, that's the best way that i can describe what this guy looks like he is a lizard person yeah he is he is no mouth just teeth 
and mirrors for eyes, or if you want to say stress balls, go for it. But that is that is that is what this person is. He is he is a lizard person. There, I would and, say I would say, just like your your skull and your muscles with no skin. Yes. Fine. Fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Oh my god. He loses it. <laughs> the glasses come off, and it's just a gray-haired man in a suit. A regular person asking, asking Nada, what's it? your problem? <laughs> and it gets into his car and leaves. So, the owner of this uh, newsstand that they're at walks over to him and says, Hey, buddy, you going to buy that? Or you going to... I don't need any problems. Can you please do something? He puts the glasses back on to see if he's a real person. And he looks down at his hand as he's holding money but it's not money it's just white pieces of paper with this is god written on it this is your god (laughs) that's funny yeah there's a signal being sent out on top of a traffic light that's telling everybody to stay asleep which is amazing because you can't even see this little satellite dish unless you have the glasses on. So even the dish is is no, like the whole point illusion. is it's like, all subliminal. It's, it's all yeah. That's oh, yeah. the point of all of this is it's all yes. subliminal. Yes, the signal that they're pumping out is actually putting humans in this trance that allows them to see things the way that you know we see everything and right. not the way that um, these lizard people or whatever you want to call them see things they. which is the reality they they <laughs> they so come to find out these lizard people are everywhere inside of beauty salons loading bags into the back of a car in grocery stores getting fruit so nada just has to go into this grocery store and eventually one of them bumps into him and nada tells her hide face <laughs> nada tells her your head looks like it fell into the cheese dip back in 1957. <laughs> and then he calls her formaldehyde face. Formaldehyde face. <laughs> formaldehyde face. He tells another woman that you look okay, but this one, real effing ugly. It is hilarious the way the Piper does this entire thing. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. The cashier absolutely. The, the cashier threatens to call the cops. <laughs> but Nada says, call the cops, call them. You need a Brazilian plastic surgeon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So, and then he calls her formaldehyde face. <laughs> oh, my God. So the so, woman. So she so she at, immediately at that point, she's like, we've got one that can yeah, see. She talks into her, her watch her, and says, her we've watch. got one that can see. And all the lizard people in this grocery store then all begin talking into their watches, saying, basically giving out a description of Roddy Piper wearing these glasses. Once back on the street, he sees a lizard woman checking her hair in the reflection of a, of a, of a store window. And all Nada can say is, that's like purring perfume <laughs> on a pig. <laughs> he went from not caring about anything in life to putting these glasses on and... I don't get in the way. I don't do anything. I just go about and everything's good and life is good to now he is saying what is ever on whatever is on his mind. Right. And it is fantastic. It is fantastic. This is called it. character development, Chuck. This is not called character <laughs> development. I am sorry. This is Nothing called watching, this is called what just character. happened. <laughs> so some lizard cops show up asking asking about where he got the glasses from and no, they the cops the cops were not were they yes 
Wasn't th- wasn't there one that wasn't later? Later on, later yeah, on, there's okay. one that isn't. So, like I was okay. saying, some lizard cops show up asking him where he got the glasses from, and there's about to be some kind of a showdown. The lizard cops want to go somewhere quiet and talk about everything that's going on, and Nada Nada immediately begins to fight. He grabs one of their guns and eventually just kills both of them. Then opens the door to their cop car, takes the shotgun out, and then wanders into a bank. What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Now, why did he suddenly feel the need to go just shoot up people in a bank? Because Free Guy needed something to base part of its movie off of. (laughs) Absolutely. Into a bank. Okay. Into a bank. Once inside this bank, armed with a shotgun. (laughs) Says the greatest and most ridiculous line. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick butt, and I'm all out of (laughs) bubblegum. When did he become a superhero? <laughs> like, what happened from walking outside not caring to killing two cops to now he is a vigilante? <laughs> well, he put on the glasses and now he can see the truth. <laughs> not 24 ah. hours ago, he could care less. He was homeless. Well, that's like we said, this is basically where Free Guy got the idea. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> so let the gunfire inside of this bank commence. He is shooting all of these lizard people that he can see, and of course he's letting the regular humans go. There's one lizard guy in the corner who's talking into his watch, giving a description of Nada to whomever, and he looks at him and says, Mama don't like tattletales. <laughs> to which the lizard person responds with switching a dial on his watch and vanishing right before Nada's eyes. Who's Mama? <laughs> is he referring to himself as he mama? has a daddy line too mama so. don't like tattletales <laughs> he has a daddy line too in there shortly later on he so. does he does oh it's fantastic Beckon on the street a drone shows up and Nada says and who are you little fella come to show him where I am not nice and shoots it out of the sky <laughs> this is amazing this is amazing a human. Then he, then it goes to color, and you see these little pieces of whatever falling on them. Yeah, and it's like two or three pieces. Yep. Of this giant yep. drone. Yep. So a human cop shows up, and Nada basically tells him to drop your gun and beat your feet. That line, for feet. some reason, makes me laugh every time I hear him say it. Beat your feet. Yep. Beat your feet. There's a woman down in a parking garage who's getting into her car who not a flat-out kidnaps in order to get away oh, yeah. from all the chaos that he's created. And once back in her place, she plays along for a moment with everything, making First small of all, talk. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Before we even get there, he's like, he's like, do you have a place you could go? Or no, she goes, you, he asked if she's married. She's like, yes. He goes, you're lying. Don't lie to it's me. Like, okay. Yeah. So basically says, let's go to your place. She just goes along with all of this. Yep. Now, I don't care what your situation is. Just give him, like, if she was worried about her life, she would just give him the car. Here you go. You go wherever you want to go. I'm out of here. You know, type thing. But I don't know. She was just rolling with everything. But it it was just a weird thing where he's just like, okay, yeah, where are we going? If you're afraid, you don't say, let's go to my place. You go anywhere but your own home. home. You do not bring somebody to your home. Yeah, but you have to realize that makes sense, and nothing in this movie makes sense. 
So it went to fit. You are you are a rational man, sir, and this is not a <laughs> rational. Movie. I know. It's just, but I just figured, like, can somebody be semi-rational here? <laughs> no, not in this no. movie. No, not, not in this not movie. Even, not e- not even a little bit. No. Any kind of rational thought in this movie would be counterintuitive. Right. <laughs> it would not make sense. Oh my god. Anyways, they're making small talk. Eventually, they get to the point where they're talking about the glasses. And she's honest with him, at least. She tells him, even if I put on your glasses and I tell you, I'm going to tell you that I see what you see, even if I don't. Point well taken. She then goes on to say that she works at a television station and he jumps up from sitting down saying they're sending out a signal from a television station and he tries to turn on a TV. So she breaks a wine bottle over his head and then throws him out of the window. (laughs) And it wasn't a small fall. And it was not a small fall. It was... Like, it happened so quickly, and the amount of of dramatic ridiculousness of this fall did not match up with everything we just sat through with her being so calm nope. and slow nope. and ridiculous for the past five minutes. Well, she saw an opening, suddenly, so she went for it. Yeah, yeah, she went for it so quickly, and then suddenly he's... <laughs> and he flies a good 50, 60 feet, and then rolls down a hill, and then you just... <laughs> yes. Rolls down away. a dirt hill. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Anyways, cut back to her, and she's on the phone with, I'm assuming, is the cops. Maybe not, based on how this movie ends. But she's basically, mm-hmm. you know, giving her address and description and whatnot and everything else. And then she looks over and sees the glasses sitting on her carpet. So, Nada, hurt and confused, spends another night out on the street. And the next morning, he pays his pal Frank a visit. And Frank is not well, happy. No, no, no. He goes, he goes no, back not to yet. find We're the not glasses. There yet. He goes back to find the glasses okay. first, and they're gone. Yes. And then he's, and then, amazingly <laughs> enough, the trash, the trash truck that is picked up it's the trash there. happens to be right there. there. So he jumps in the back of it and then dumps it. <laughs> so oh. none of it makes sense. He goes through to find this box, right? And that he shouldn't he have put in the, the trash box. in the first place. They shouldn't have put in the trash in the first place. He so he opened so he opened up this truck that was just closed. So he can get into it, finds what he's looking for, and then for some reason, I don't understand. I like maybe it's because I don't work in waste removal, but they the the truck as they're about to drive away decides to go like this and basically <laughs> dump, dump him back out on the. So ground. whether whether or not they knew that it was opened or closed, there's no reason the truck would dump it as it starts driving away or again, like, tip it back like again, that. Rational thought. The only Dude, thing like the only thing that I can this. come up with is maybe maybe the trash truck raised up its bed so to move all the trash to the back. That way when it goes to pick up another trash bin. The back. That's the that's the front if you I mean the back that doesn't help at all. Well if you're going to if, at, if you're going to pick up another dumpster, you want to make sure there's room where it's going to be dumping the trash. Because it's gonna dump it yeah, in but the if front. It, not if it's dumping on top, sure, but it, it but if it's dumping on top. This one, this, they didn't have that back then, though. This was all going right into the back of the trash truck. Right. Like, that's why I was confused. I mean, unless there are two openings on this, but yeah, why would they? I thought they that. Wouldn't. Like, oh, they're just readjusting unless, the garbage. Unless well, it because make sense. it's open. I was more surprised with the fact that the driver did not notice <laughs> that he left right. a whole bunch of trash behind him. Yep. And he, no, just, he just drove off. All right, see you later. Yep. 
Well, my thoughts is that if he drove underneath anything, he would smack his truck because it was tipped up in the sky pretty high up. And she's <laughs> yep. like, oh, I'm just going to drive that, away that, like this. That, and, he come, val- and he comes tumbling out. This is valid point. And then he comes he tumbling, comes tumbling out. out. And here we go. So oh, he is, comes tumbling out. And there is Frank there who just wants to give him a little bit of money and send him on his way. But Nada wants him to put on these sunglasses so that Frank can see the truth. And Frank, and Frank is, not, is having not having any it. of this nonsense <laughs> that is coming out of Nada's mouth. Nada gets a little bit too close to Frank. And I wrote this down because of how long it was. At 56 minutes and 6 seconds of this movie, the first punch is thrown. And they have the most epic back alley brawl I have ever seen in a movie. If no, you look it up on Google, it's called the anti-epic fight scene. That's what I was going to say. It's it's not epic. It's it's just... It's, to me, it's epic. This is amazing. From top to bottom, a, this fight is fantastic. It's epic because of the fact that it's happening, but it's just it's two guys who are just wearing themselves out. Yes. And it's not and it's not even like quick cuts to make it look like action or anything. No. It's just it's this realistic it's just a fight. two guys there fighting over the realistic dumb, about over this. Over the dumbest thing. No, it's realistic. They're no, fighting sorry, each other and these, they're slowing down. Have, this this fight would not have lasted five and Normally, a half minutes. I will agree with that. Normally, if you get into a fight with somebody you throw a punch, the other person throws a punch, you tussle for a minute, and then you're both really tired and hurt, and you want to stop. Like, that's normally right. how a fight goes. But not between Keith David not and Roddy Not between Keith Piper. David and Roddy Piper. They're <laughs> going... I'm sorry if... if Go I'm ahead. Make you wear... The fact that he's trying... This is all over the fact of, wear these glasses. <laughs> yes. No. Wear yes. these glasses. No. no. It makes it so much better. And the yes. part I don't get... Is he picks up this two by four? Well, and he starts it, swinging it at Keith David, and then he he hits the back windshield, the back window of a car, and he starts apologizing, <laughs> like I'm, I broke your car. It's not even his car. It's not even his it's car. Not, <laughs> it's not his car, and he starts laughing. Yes, that's 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 what I was talking about earlier when I said there. Ha- this is the point where there's a character break. I don't believe that yeah. that was actually right. I just think Piper just laughed because <laughs> maybe the bottle wasn't supposed to break and it did. And Piper just laughed. And Carpenter said, I am leaving this in because it's magic. Like or I was Carpenter saying, just had no clue what was going on. He's like, you know what? This movie is junk already. So they are, so they are in this alley. They <laughs> are beating each other. Stupid, complete with body slams to the concrete gl- ground, biting, gouging of the eyes, full force knees to the balls. And like you said, Nada picks up a two by four and swings it and smacks her rear windshield. So Frank picks up a bottle. Nada swings a two by four, misses. Frank breaks the bottle over the trunk to make a better weapon, but the entire bottle shatters in his hand and Nada just starts to laugh at him. It's fantastic. Oh, my oh, God. Perfect. And finally, at one hour, one minute, and 16 seconds, Nada slams Frank on the ground for the final time and forces the glasses onto his face, pulls him the, to his feet, and then shows and him the truth of out. the world. Two or three times in this fight, I'm like, oh, it's done. Yeah. No. Easy. Oh. <laughs> it's done. It's done. No. Nope. <laughs> Oh my and if God. you think about it, when when you say things like "Oh, this lasted five minutes," it's like, "Oh yeah, five minutes. That sounds about right." No, this is Any this is a long five watch, minutes. <laughs> five minutes is very very long if you think about it. I mean, five minutes in the entirety of a of a an hour and thirty four minute movie 
Five minutes is a good chunk of that. But it's well worth so, every second. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every second. It was oh, oh it was so beautifully done. And so, I'm being sarcastic because it was not beautifully done, but it was beautifully done in a way where it's like they're both bloody. You can see Roddy's cheeks are like swollen. That's one got, thing that I will say about this. Normally when you see a fight scene in a movie, they'll get the blood yeah. right, but you will never see somebody swollen like this. This was actually no. and like the, kind of accurate. Later on, in, in the next scene, he's all puffed up yeah. looking. Yeah. He looks I'm like Jennifer Coolidge. Very and you're surprised. Like, oh, okay. I'm very surprised <laughs> they kept the swollen like on Piper's face through, throughout the rest I was of the waiting. Movie. I was waiting for him to spit the gauze out like in um, Men in Tight with the... Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so anyways, now these two are friends again, and the two of them walk side by side, a bloody and swollen mess. They head on into a motel. <laughs> Once in the room, Nada takes off his glasses, <laughs> looks at Frank in the eyes and says, isn't love grand? <laughs> Why? Um, Why? <laughs> no what was idea. the purpose of that? No idea. What's the purpose of that line? I don't know. It makes you wonder. I mean, I, we, I know we always go here, but was there a deleted scene? Was there something else that was supposed to go in there that there made that make any sense? There was probably a lot of deleted scenes. Isn't love grand? <laughs> like, what? I don't get it. Did you write down his daddy line? I didn't. But you can go oh. ahead and do it. You can go ahead and... I, for, I forget it, honestly. Do you? It was, oh, come on. Yeah, I, I, okay, so I'm going to be really honest. The, later on, what they're, you know, sitting there and they're having back and forth about his daddy who beat him up or whatever to show him the truth of the world and whatnot. I skipped over that whole part when I was doing my notes. If you want to try to find it, um, go for it, and I'll give you a minute to do that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I I don't understand what they thought they were doing here. Oh, boy. So, here's the plan. They want to find other people who can see. Luckily, the Fix My Shower guy from earlier finds them and gives them an address to a meeting that's going to be happening later on that night and says, the world needs to wake up and we're going to phone it in. The, 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 the lines in the delivery in this movie, I can't understate how fabulous it all is. Later that night at the address, later that night at the address, they come across the meeting and they go inside and everybody's human and everybody's getting along and laughing and talking and whatnot. And the glasses are replaced with contact lenses. Fix my lie. Fix my shower guy. Give some exposition. Go ahead, Chuck. Chuck found the line that he's talking about from from the daddy line. Go ahead. Is it my old daddy took me down to the river? No. Kicked my butt and told me about the power and glory? Yes. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. He's... He's it's he's talking to Keith David he or Frank whatever he's sitting there talking <laughs> and he he leans back and he goes there's gonna be hell to pay because I ain't Daddy's little boy no more <laughs> and uh, that's it uh-huh. that's it uh-huh. there was nothing leading up to it no nope. there was nothing after it there's nothing ever in this movie about his father nothing. I ain't daddy's little boy no more. Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Why? Or when when the cop was asking, "Where'd you get those sunglasses?" From the tooth fairy. <laughs> oh, this movie was so fantastic. 
This is a movie I would watch over and over again. Yes. Just because. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. Anyways. Love it. So fix my shower, guys. Offering some expo dump. Most cops are human. Lizard people are offering all kinds of money, wealth, and power to humans to just join up with them and help them do what they're doing. Lizard people, well, they're free enterprisers, and the Earth is just another developing planet. <laughs> it's full of full of natural resources, and once they're all consumed, they'll just move on to another planet. Yep. <laughs> there was more information in this two minutes than there was in, the, there was in the entire movie. movie. <laughs> So the lizard people are free enterprises. That's the that's that's the point of this movie, and they just want sure. the resources that are on Earth, and they're, and they're and they're giving regular people money, power. Sure, have it. Just stay out of our way. Here, yep. take anything you want. And just to get back to the to the uh, the line in the in the grocery the, the little market there, you see, I take these glasses off. She looks like a regular person, doesn't she? Put them back on. Formaldehyde face. Formaldehyde face. face. <laughs> it's, it's the way that he delivers it. That was the it's first ridiculous. one, and I just sat there hysterically laughing. I'm like, what did I get myself into? What did I get? And I watched the end, at the end of the movie, I had the same exact question. What did I get myself into? Nothing changed from the beginning to the end of this movie for me. Nope. <laughs> no. Like, what the heck am I watching? Except the only thing that changes your first time through this movie, the only thing that changes is you're confused, but then you're disgusted because this movie is so bad. But then that disgust somehow turns into your appreciation of the movie growing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the line between between Nada and Frank in the in the alley there. I'm giving you a choice. Either put on the glasses or start eating that trash can. And Frank goes, Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome why i just so oh. so the people who are at this meeting they're all gathered around and they're talking about where exactly the signal is coming from and then the woman that not a kidnap from earlier shows up at this meeting how she knew the meeting was going to be here is beyond me i have absolutely no idea but she basically says that her television television station is clear and you think for a moment that her and nada are going to have a moment but before she can get out a couple of words the cops show up and a gunfight commences <laughs> This, is, this isn't a gunfight. They just mowed everybody down. They just mowed everybody down. down. There's explosions. Oh, yeah. Guns are firing all over, the, all over the place. People are dying on both sides. It's a fantastic fight scene. Anyways, cut to the chase. Nada and Frank are now pinned down in the back of an alley. I should note that while they were at this meeting, Frank gets a hold of one of these watches. It's a two-way radio, but they really can't figure out how the teleportation device works. So with this watch in hand, for some reason, Frank decides to throw it over his shoulder, and lo and behold, the portal opens up in the ground, and Frank and Nada jump on in. Well, it, it tells them, you have like 10 seconds until it goes away. <laughs> yeah. You have 5 seconds until it, it goes 1, he jumps through. Oh my god. <laughs> so they magically get teleported to some kind of a tunnel. Welcome to Act 3, right here. <laughs> So they find themselves the story in the changes tunnel, again. And they're wandering around down inside this tunnel for a little while, trying to figure out exactly where they are. And they stumble across a board, a ballroom, 
full of lizard people and humans celebrating the fact that by 2025 they will have taken over the entire world and they look forward to multi-dimensional expansion. <laughs> no one's questioning that they're there. Everyone's in black. Tie everyone, in- everyone is dressed up in tux. Everyone is in dresses. Everybody's looking really fancy, but these two show up in jeans <laughs> and work boots. <laughs> No one's questioning. No one questions a thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Lee, your buddy Buck, he's he's at this party and he's in a tux yeah. and he's rich now oh, yeah. and he shows oh, up yeah. going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you two have been recruited. This is a great, this Good is amazing." And he's sucking down some champagne like there's no tomorrow, and he offers to give Frank and Nada a tour of the place. Yep. We get to the end yeah. of a hall. And they see their first oh my god moment where there is, I don't know, a window, a portal, I don't know what, but it's something out of Star Wars where they're standing at a dock and they stand on this thing and it beams them to other parts of the universe. And this is how they travel. And... Piper's mouth is on the ground by what he is witnessing. He cannot believe it. This is fantastic. This is fantastic. I Moving had the forward, exact same look on my face as him. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Moving on with the tour, Buck decides to take the two of them into the control room where the brains of the operation are. The cable. The cable network. The cable network. The cable network. That's <laughs> it. You got it. <laughs> oh, it's so... Be- so the thing is... <clears throat> I figured it out. So all these vigilante super he- superhero movies where they're trying to find the bad guy, they're all doing it wrong. <laughs> all you have to do is A, not care about anything, B, stumble across something on accident, C stumble across another thing on accident and you will magically appear in the exact spot that you need to appear at. Yep. Magic. Magic. Mm. Magic. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, because after Frank and Nada see the operation room, we then move on to some kind of a newsroom where you have two people on the other side of some glass talking into a camera. Nada and Frank take out the couple of guards that are in there, and they ask Buck where the satellite is that's setting out the signal, and he tells him that it's on the roof. Yep. Yep. He then yep. gives some more expo dump. So, this once bum, who's now a rich guy, explains that everything is just business. They own everything. They run the whole planet, and what's wrong with playing ball and getting rich in the process? It's valid, sure, why not? Everybody wants a little bit of taste. Everyone everyone wants a taste of this. Everybody wants to be rich. Who wouldn't? (laughs) Sure, why not? A guard enters the room, distracting Nada and Frank, and when they turn back to Buck, he says, Later, boys, and just turns the dial on his watch and vanishes. This is beers, yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. We are almost done, boys. Oh, we are, yes. Nada and Frank make their way through the television station, gunning down every guard and every lizard person that they can come their entire way to the roof. It is spectacular the way this gunfight goes. So. Ridiculous. What was that? Ridiculous. This whole movie is ridiculous. (laughs) Of course it is. That's the point. It's fantastic, though. 
yeah. Lee, well, yeah, I get the feeling yep. like you don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. It's just it's I, I just don't understand how it was how it got <laughs> made through production. Like how did how did they say, yeah, we're 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 do we're doing well. We got this. Because like, it had John Carpenter's name stamped to it. You have to realize too, who what was the production company in this movie? It was network that had MG that was MGM, right? Yeah. Right. The sure, fact yeah. that this it was the fact that this that this movie had John Carpenter's name stamped to it is why it made it through production and got put on film. Well what Outside was it? Of that, yeah. yeah. You're right. That is this movie has would have made it nowhere. I mean, it's not a popular movie. Not at all. It's a cult classic of anything. Yeah, yeah. this is from Alive Films. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's that's Alive it. Alive Films. Alive Films. Oh my presents god. So a Larry Franco production. As they're making their way to the <laughs> roof, this the same lady who was kidnapped earlier in the film shows up, and we think that she's going to aid them, but. No, right before they're about to head out to the roof, she pulls out a gun and shoots Frank in the head. (laughs) I I guess he's dead now. So, we have Nada who's on top of the roof. The helicopters are showing up. The woman is at the other end of the runway. runway. She's at the other end of the roof or whatever, telling, telling Nada to stop. Don't do anything. You can't win. Basically, all hope is lost. But in the last minute, he shoots her. I don't know where he shoots her because the camera does not show where he shoots her. And she just, her eyes open really, really wide and she just falls backwards. And that's the end of her. He then yep. looks. It almost looked like it was her head. It wasn't her head. <clears throat> no. Yeah. There was no shot to her head. I, I, either. No, it was just, it was just, it, it just was just shot happened. and she fell back. Yeah. <laughs> he then turns his focus to the satellites and shoots it, destroying the signal. And after he gets shot. After he gets shot. And everything goes up in spectacular fashion. There is even a giant green beam of light that shoots off into nowhere from this roof. Oh boy. Yep. And things explode. Yep. And it's phenomenal. And the the illusion is is done. It's over with. We won we won, guys. <laughs> we won, guys. Now immediately for everybody, it's like stopped. We like, cut to a different we cut to a different television stations where the anchors are lizard people, but because the illusion has been severed, everybody can actually see them for who they really are, and people run out of this room screaming. We then They're cut now all in color. <laughs> and everything's all in color. We then cut to a bar where the people on TV are lizard people, and there's a, a a guy sitting at the bar who's a lizard person acting like nothing's going on. There's a woman at the other end of the bar who's still trying to be sexy, and the guy who she was talking to is in shock and awe. It's fantastic. Yep. People are running around. Yep. It's phenomenal. And then, <laughs> in the final scene, we have two people who are having sexy time. The woman notices a lizard person on TV, looks at the guy that she's with, and it's a lizard person, and he looks up at her and says, hey, baby, what's wrong? And that is the way that this movie ends. Roll credits. (laughs) Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, my God. That's all, folks. This movie is awesome <laughs> it is horrible in every way but this movie made my weekend i'm telling you i am so thankful i got to watch this, <laughs> this movie 
everything you can think of that makes a bad movie, this movie has it. Yes. <laughs> this movie has it. Agree 100%. Bad acting. One-liners of the whole... Like, <laughs> how, John Carpenter's like, how can I take one-liners and make a movie out of it? I have this great idea. <laughs> I have a great idea about <laughs> lizard people taking over the planet. So he just sat there and wrote a bunch of one-liners and then <laughs> said, okay, now somebody come up with a story and I'll just put these one-liners in there. It's like, well, what are the one-liners about? Doesn't matter. <laughs> just, just, just make, just make, come up with the story and I'll, and then I'll get this, I'll, I'll make the script here. Got it. Let's do it. Okay. Nope. None of it fit. None of it made any sense, but we'll just do it. Mama doesn't like tattletales. <laughs> Okay. I'm not daddy's little boy anymore. Not this year. Like none of it none of it makes sense. None of it fits. A melt of high face. Well no, like that made it, sense. But it was totally out of character though. Her head looks like it fell into cheese dip in nineteen fifty seven. Yeah. That's like putting perfume this on a pig. Is perfume I mean, on a it's pig. Just, <laughs> Well, I've heard the lipstick on a pig thing before. That yes. actually would make more sense. But perfume, but perfume, pouring perfume on a pig. Beat this your feet. Yeah. Made, this movie Beat makes absolutely no sense. None. No, <laughs> like but here each we are. Act. Is, it's amazing. It's each amazing. act is a different movie, and they somehow made it into the one. I kind of feel like it should have oh. been a trilogy. It should have. Oh, been. the first movie. Oh, yeah. The first movie is about the discovery of the lizard people. The the second movie is the what are we going to do about it and the lizard people actually like coming into contact with humans. And the third movie Mm -hmm. is blow up the satellite. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but in a real real movie though, that would have been, blowing up the satellite would have been the objective from the beginning. Yes. It wasn't the objective of the movie until the very last two minutes of the movie. Nope. Right, right. It's like we're here. What can we do now? Blow up, Let's a blow satellite. up the satellite. How did they know? Yeah. How did they know that blowing up the satellite would make everybody see? He doesn't. We go from we go from this group <laughs> wanting to give everybody glasses to wake everybody up to no, forget the glasses. Let's just blow up a satellite. Now, did you notice when they were putting their contact lenses in that clearly Keith David and Roddy Piper have never put contacts on before? Yep. Did you see him? He's like, he's like. <laughs> they both like have the cases and they just kind of lean in and like <laughs> hold it up to their face and like move their, move their thumbs around. I'm like, that's not how you put that's contacts in. We forgot about that. They, we forgot that you, they stopped, they stopped wearing glasses because yeah. they had, they up at the meeting, they upgraded to they contacts. Upgraded. They yeah, and they can see in, and they can see in color now, so they can see in color, but they can see reality. I, like, oh, I okay. love this movie, and then the oh, whole and and the, there was a certain plot point that I completely skipped over that I didn't want to bring up, but I guess I will now because we're you know we're ahead of time a little bit. We're here. There's a whole plot of this movie, well, a whole subplot of this movie at the beginning where the glasses give you headaches. It went nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely nowhere. Nowhere. Like, I'm thinking, like, oh, this might be a big deal. Like, somebody might actually get sick. This might cause some kind of brain damage. Nope, nothing. There's even a line about how... Piper gives a line about how, wow, 
you feel like you're high when you have those glasses on, but the come down is woof. And then later yeah. on, he tells Keith David, don't wear those glasses too long because it's like a needle in your brain or something like that. Yeah, this, like a knife turning in your head. Like a yeah. knife turning in your head. That plot yeah. went nowhere because it was completely solved by the introduction of contacts. Well, yeah. No, I think I think what it came down to is it wasn't so much about wearing the glasses that makes your head like that. It's it's coming out of being um, under the sleep for so long. I mean, how many years or how long has it been? You know, they're 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 getting out of it. Stop. Um, stop. So no, 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 stop. no, no You're no, being I'm, way too intellectual for you this. You really movie are. Right now. <laughs> because you even have this woman who hands them the contact, says, "Yeah, here you go. Uh, less interference." And I'm assuming that she's talking about the headaches. Yeah, okay, there's that. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> I'm just I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying like there's no point of bringing up the headaches at all. Okay, so maybe this was a trilogy and they kind of like, <laughs> you know, Star Wars sequeled it. No, I think like... John I think John Carpenter was high on something and went, "Oh my <laughs> Absolutely. gosh. Somebody was this on would be some a serious drugs. idea. They made the movie they came down, they watched no. it, and they went, what the heck did we make? Like I said, it <clears throat> seems like if you're, if you're looking at this as three different acts, they set some stuff up, and then they disregarded it, yes. and then they came up with a whole new ending. Yes. So it, it, it really sounds like they, they, they Star Wars sequeled it. They go, oh, we got J.J. Abrams. Oh, no, we got Ryan Johnson. He just threw away everything that Abrams set up. And then Abrams comes back, and he throws away everything that Johnson did. It's just like... But we're All not going to explain guy. it. We're just gonna we're just gonna make we're just gonna change our mind. I'm wondering if I don't know. I like it's, it. Seems like it's this very is, this odd. Is, this is one man's acid trip put on. Film. I like I like That's I like where you're going with is. this truck. I think th- here's what I think. I think <laughs> that, there, that it was just John Carpenter. He was at his house with his buddy. They were both doing some really <laughs> hardcore drugs. They came up with this entire concept called the studio, gave a pitch meeting, all while high, and then when they came down, realized that they had to make this. Right. And they filmed it in 24 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would not be surprised. It was in, They filmed it in 48 hours in production for 72. <laughs> make the movie. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And even if you do look at it like a three-act structure... Every act feels like it should have a different ending than it actually did. Oh, 100%. That's true. Yes. Oh, yeah. In no way. Act. At the end of the first act, when they're going through everything with the sunglasses and everything, I, in no way am I thinking satellite. <laughs> no. no. First act, you're thinking sunglasses. What the heck's going on? Second act, he puts the glasses on. That's the beginning of act yes. two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Great. The, be- the beginning of act three, down into this... Wherever they're at, You're which we don't even know where satellite. they're. You have no clue where they're at. You have no either. clue you where they're at. You never know where. He's underground. Then he's on the roof. No, you don't he's know underground, what looking at a space dock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're Magically. looking at a space dock that beams people away. Yeah. This all happened. That went nowhere. Nowhere. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nowhere. None of it went anywhere. No. Nope. Like, no. <laughs> the end of Act One went nowhere. The end of Act Two <laughs> went nowhere. The end of Act Three really went nowhere. Because <laughs> he died. 
And no one cares because he's homeless. <laughs> like, that's why no one cares. Like, this guy be, you have doesn't a fu- even have a you, name. <laughs> you, have, you have a five-minute fight scene in this movie that's completely pointless. Between the between the protagonists. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, between be- the two good guys. Between the heroes. They both die. They both, both die. die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yep. sorry. This is <clears throat> This is the most exciting podcast I've ever done. <laughs> because this was the best movie. <laughs> I've watched it a long time. Oh my god! And not for any reason that makes a good movie. No, either. none. none. <laughs> this movie is awesome for all of the wrong reasons. Yep. But um, uh. um, but but believe us, believe us, it is worth the hour and a half runtime. One hundred percent. I'm glad yeah. it's an hour and a half. If it was any longer than an hour, and it would have been a chore. <laughs> if it was any longer, yeah. it would have been a chore. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. I completely agree. Oh my god! Well, it's been fun. <laughs> oh, you're um, done, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, this movie yeah. was fantastic. All right. Well, again, I'm I'm I, I said this at the end of network, and I'll say it now. I'm glad that I could introduce you to a couple of movies that you haven't seen before, <laughs> that you had an amazing time with. Especially, they live. I am so happy oh that you had a gosh. good time with this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> we're gonna get out of here. I guess. Have a good night. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.